Finding Hope podcast in three, two, one, mark. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Finding Hope from Rogue Retreat, presented in part by the fine folks at Lithia Motors. Without any further ado, let's introduce the guest that will be part of the podcasts in the future, my good friend Scotty. And of course, we've interviewed Scotty before, but this will be something a little bit different. But um, first of all, uh, this is part of Hope University now. And Scotty, tell us a little bit about yourself for those that don't know. Well, uh, I'm still a peer support specialist. Uh, and we, I'm going more into the facilitating end of it, uh, being a part uh, of Hope University. So we're going to be teaching classes and, and stuff on different realms of, of the peer support, like trauma-informed, uh, uh, crisis intervention, and things like that. So that's something that we're uh, working closely with uh, Matt and Susan. Uh, they're working side by side and trying to bring that up. And tell us, of course, you're going to be uh, my co-conspirator. <laughs> you said I was going to be your co-host. Co-host. You, you didn't say anything about being a conspirator. Well, <laughs> you know, you just never know with me, right? <laughs> but anyway, you'll be assisting me, and that will be fine. That will be, as a friend of mine used to say, that would be finer than frog hair. <laughs> So anyway, yeah. yeah, and so of course I, I'm looking forward to that. When someone brought that up, I said I think that sounds like a splendid idea. So where do you th- see things going in the in the future? I understand that you have several people lined up yes. that we may be that we will be talking to, and of course today was sort of a last minute deal because we were supposed to have someone, but that didn't work out. And but that's okay, you know. We just roll with it. We just roll with it, yeah. yeah. So, what do you see things in the future? Well, we've got. Uh, I've got a like like you said. We've got like three people lined up. Uh, a couple of them are actually participants in our program that have gone on to getting their own apartment and cool. being very self sufficient. You know, because that's what we do here at, at Rover Tree. Yes. We try to get people, you know, self efficacy and self self sufficient. And, and, and growing, you know, and just being able to take care of whatever they need to take care of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's important. Yeah, it really is. It really is. You know it, I know it, and everybody else seems to know it. So. But, I mean, that makes a difference. You know, every everything everything is a step-by-step approach, and uh, yeah. as, long as, you, as long as you can realize that there are other steps that uh, we all need to take. Well, you know, and I've said it before, it's all about the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, and how to have a relationship with others in the community and also the people that we work with, you know. It's just the relationship that we create. I like that about that. That's like the relationship you and I have. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's interesting because, it will, I mean, uh, I've always enjoyed our little meetings and... Uh, 
I mean, uh, it'd be fun to, no, I won't do it, but it'd be fun <laughs> to make the recordings of the ones that we couldn't play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our conversations kind of get us, yeah. <laughs> if, if we were to record them and put them out there, I think we'd get in a little bit of trouble. I think we could, oh, you should see with Matt and myself, oh, oh my bet. goodness, no, no, no. Well, you guys are in the same office a lot of the time. So. Well, we are, and it, it, but the thing I like, I mean, I'm only here one day a week, but it seems like, you know, I run into people out out and about. Like the other day, I was going over to my bank, uh, had something I needed to take care of, and who else would I run into but Sarah? Oh, okay. And so, of course, we had a nice conversation, and I had fam family members visiting from Florence, so I was at the bank, and so they were able to be with me. And the nice thing is I could take care of some things outside of going through the paratransit thing and hurry up and waiting. And as you may or may not notice, I bought some new clothes, so I was able to take care of that while they were here. Is that what you're wearing right now? Yes, new clothes, new clothes nice. that's right. I noticed the khakis are really new. Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was a, you know, we had to take care of some things, so anyway. You're, you're uh, just for the viewers, or not the viewers, but the listeners, uh, if you were viewing, you would notice that He's wearing khakis like his in-state farm. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not selling anybody any insurance, I'll tell you that one. <laughs> Well, that's kind of what we're doing, is selling a little bit of hope. That's right. You know well, what I mean? Some, uh, was it chats? Uh, one of some persons said, we're hope dealers. So. Yes. Well, I've, I've said that for a long time. Yeah. I used to, you know, my, my past is... You know, I used to be a dope dealer, now I'm a hope dealer. There you go. You know what I mean? There you go. And that's that's what I love about this organization is the, the hope that we do provide. And I, I think that's awesome. And and just your podcast alone, you know, I'm, I'm glad we're getting those started again. And I'm glad that you asked me to be a part of that. Oh, yes. I said, you know, I think we, I think, well, well I thought you would make such a great addition because you and I have always clicked. We yeah. Just, <laughs> even when yeah. you, even when we interviewed you, it was like, you know, so. And that was how long ago? About a year and a half? Probably so. Yeah. I, I don't like to think about it because time flies so much. Yeah. And let's see, I've been here over two years now. And I came on just after you did. Yeah. And I think it was like a couple months after that. So yeah. it's been about a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. And so it was just real fun. I'll, ne I'll never forget. Yeah, we recorded. Um, it wasn't in this office, but we were sitting at one of the tables there. And yeah. I brought this little, because I brought this machine, the Braille machine that had the dots on it. And you, uh, you, yeah. I was clicking on that. But anyway, I think this is just going to be a really fun experience. And I'm looking forward to that. And. One of the nice things is I was able to uh, do an interview with another organization in the Bay Area called Hip Housing, and they're doing quite a bit of the same thing, helping assist people with housing-related issues, and um, and we did an interview with uh, Oregon Home Share, so that was nice. So we're doing all sorts of things to get ourselves out and about, so to speak, and I'm just proud that I can be a part of this organization because I really think the great things that is, are done here.
Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And since uh, we've been like nurturing Hope University, and uh, that's going out nationwide pretty much, you know, but it's like primarily it's been here in Oregon and uh, being able to get other communities, other counties, other uh, cities involved with what we're doing. They see what we're doing and they just, it gives them hope that they can do it in their own community. Well, you know, was it a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step? Yes, yes. I, I know that one. I, I love that. And we do what we do for a reason. Yeah. And uh, I'm just happy I can be a part of it. Yeah. I'm glad you're a part of it. Now you made me a part of it. Well, you know. We... <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so many things I can say, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I can see those wheels turning. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Good but, stuff. but it really does make a difference. And I think. See, I think what one of the issues that I think happens is some people don't know that they have the ability to do what they can do. Yeah. How many how many people don't know that, you know there is a military thing be all you can be? Yeah. Well, it's sort of like people don't know that they can have hope. They yeah. think they've lost all the hope. And there's no nothing anymore, nothing, but there's always more. And that's that's I like to think that's a lot of what we provide. Mm-hmm. You know, is is just hope. And that goes so far, you know. And then the people that wanna do something, you know, to help others and to be of service, that's another, you know, little niche in there also. Uh it's like um we we teach people how to do that. Mm-hmm. You know? Because it's not always... It's not always easy. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's like you want to be of service, you want to teach, and you want to provide hope, but how do you go about doing that? And sometimes they don't, they've lost all hope and they don't think they can get it back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people don't realize that there's something that can be beyond, you know, the hopelessness of addiction of various types. I mean, I know a friend that was addicted to drugs and became part of a 12-step program. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did it in the hard, the harder, one of the harder ways. The family did an intervention. Mm-hmm. And he decided that, I guess it would be better to have an intervention that, but it, he's been, uh, I don't know, remember how many years, but it's been dec- over a decade now. Uh, and... That is an individual who knows I may interview because uh, not in this area, but the point of the matter is the person turned his life around and he found hope where he didn't realize there was such a thing. Well, I don't know if you remember the conversation that we had on on the podcast that we did. That's kind of my realm, you know, it's like I stepped out of addiction and Somebody showed me a little bit of hope, and I kind of grew with that. And, mm-hmm. and then as part of the 12 steps, you know, in the 12 it's, step, it talks about being of service. And sometimes it takes people several bits of a journey oh, yeah. to come back. I mean, how many, how many people do we have here that have had several trips to the well before they could actually find themselves? Yeah, uh, quite a few, quite a few. And that's what 
that's what's so cool is uh, most of our employees and most of, the, of our volunteers are experiential. You know, they have experience in this, you know, themselves. Mm -hmm. Being homeless, being addicted, being, you know, all these other little nuances of uh, recovery. And uh, just being able to give back, that's, that's the biggest key. Mm -hmm. You know, so I totally agree. Yeah, just amazing, though. And uh, anyway, so I know you said you only have a limited period of time today. Yeah. And so um, what do you think is the biggest thing that you've found out about yourself that you didn't know? The ability to love and care for another. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't, you know, because I mean, at the point where I was at, I didn't have that. And then it was showed to me, and then now that's what I do. Do you think you hated yourself? Oh, immensely. Immensely. Yes, I do, I do think in that aspect, yeah. And I, I love myself, you know, for who I am. Mm -hmm. That's and, a big know? thing. Yeah. I mean, I think for for many people is realizing, yeah, that, that you can love yourself. Yeah. I think I think there are many people who hate themselves, but don't know it. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that statement. Yeah. With me, it's always been, you know, if I can love myself, then others can love me too. Mm-hmm. You know, but before, I didn't feel like I was worthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, with the right people in your corner, you know, and I think that's what Rogue Retreat does, is builds people up. Yeah, and I think that's the important thing right there. Building people up. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Not just, you know, some people build, tear people, you know, well, some of the branches, of the, I don't, I've never been in the military, mm -hmm. but sometimes I've heard that some branches will tear you down only to build you up again. Exactly. Yeah. But sometimes, if you tear people down, they'll stay down. Yeah, yeah. And you have to realize that you can make a difference. And anyway, so probably that's a good way to end it. I think that's a great way to end it. And just let people know, because I have to do one of these things at the end of the podcast as well. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a sponsor for at least a few, few episodes. We are brought to you in part by the fine folks at Lithium Motors. So go out there and see them. I wonder what they do if I wanted to test drive. I think I should go in there and see what happens. I'll take it. <laughs>